Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. All right. Welcome to another episode of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from the Funniest Thing Camaro in Culver Culver City. City. Yes. The heart of Screenland. Matter of fact, we're in the parking lot of our favorite coffee shop that we often talk about. The conservatory over here. That's right, because one of my pet peeves at coffee shops is they ha- they don't have two lines. A line for people who just want coffee, yes. and then a separate line for the people who want fruity coffee milkshakes. Which you get some from time to time. Yeah, but don't tell our listeners that. <laughs> In today's episode... Oh, did but you wait, want we to didn't tell them. This oh, is oh. the one place where they, if you just like regular coffee, you do not have to stand in the long line. They have a separate line for coffee, that's right, just that's straight right. coffee drinkers only. Genius, I tell you. Yes. Genius. The conservati- The conservatory... Coffee and tea leaf in downtown Culver City? Is that it? It's coffee, cocoa, and tea or something like that. The conservatory is all you need to know. <laughs> it's across from Sony Studios. And tell them Daryl and Ed sent you. Yes, exactly. That could either be a very positive thing or they might you might get a mixed response. <laughs> but uh, What's today's title? Today's title is What Happens When You Give Your Angel the Finger? Yes, especially when driving. Yes, why don't you tell them about the little... Uh, post you wrote on your website about this. That's right, because what happens is whenever I'm driving and someone cuts me off, yes, I try to get in the habit of reminding myself, oh, that's my angel just slowing me down and getting me back into divine order. Divine order. Yes, instead of cursing it, just realizing, you know what? I'm going to get there in perfect timing. Yes. And... I'll reassure myself if I still feel my temperature start to rise by saying, no, I'll get there right when I'm supposed to. And even if it seems like I'm getting there a little later than I was supposed to arrive, when I go with this sort of way of thinking, which is harmonious with God's loving way, what usually happens, even though it appears I'm going to be late, nine times out of ten, or every time, Something wonderful happens. I'll run into somebody who I need to see or haven't seen or a stranger who contributes greatly to my livelihood. Yes. And the good news is that even if you do give your angel the finger, don't feel bad because you'll still get there in divine order. That's right. That's right. Because (laughs) I was thinking about this part. A lot of what we do is is train our mind or convince ourselves again and again that life is conspiring on our behalf instead of against us because that's what it can feel like why would they conspire against me like when yeah we're, when what we're, next yeah i don't believe this guy but it's like it totally takes a leap of faith often to say something like what daryl what was the little affirmation that you had that's oh when someone uh, cuts you off yeah there's my that's oh that's my angel 
getting me back in line with divine order. Yes. And I'm either avoiding an accident. Yes. You know, or I'm getting there right when I'm supposed to be. I wonder what wonderful thing is going to come of this, who I'm going to meet. It goes right with the quote that uh, Daryl put at the end of his little post uh, article, which said, God appears in my world when I move aside and yeah. allow him to step into it. Sometimes that guy cutting you off is just... God moving yes. right into the lane. Every time. Yes, every time. And here's another thing. I never feel bad about letting someone go ahead of me. Yeah. But I always feel like that ugh feeling when I pretend I don't see them, but I don't. I keep inching forward it's so, so true. they can't get in. Yeah. And we talked about this before in an episode. All I'm doing when I'm doing that, I'm not going to get anywhere faster. It's true. I'm actually enforcing my will instead of flowing with divine order. Yes. But worst of all, I'm resisting the opportunity to feel joy. The joy of allowing someone to go yeah. ahead of me. I know. It, can, it seems like life is getting... Like once we get off onto a negative or just negative... It can be a negative train of thought, then, which can be I'm late... It's not going to go well, whatever. It's easy to start thinking life is working against us when indeed it's giving us all these opportunities to feel joy. I mean, when I was a kid, there was this perfect example when I was at my friend's house and I thought these other kids were so much cooler than me. And my friend came out with two cups and, he won and one had Kool-Aid and one had water. And he handed my friend what I thought was, or he handed this guy that I thought was cooler than me, the Kool-Aid. And I chased him down. I literally, mind you, I was 12 years old. I got, I got this kid the headlock, only to find out that my, that the guy who um, was handing out the drinks had given this guy the, the water and was actually saving the Kool Aid for me. But I was chasing this guy down because I thought he, I was, get, I was getting the short end of the stick, man. Yeah. I, I underestimated how much my friend appreciated me and how they looked at me, and I thought these kids, you know. The world was bigger than me and against me, you know, and I had to fight and I ended up fighting for the water not when only, at that time I wanted the Kool-Aid. And not only did that kid get the crummy water, he also got beat for getting <laughs> <laughs> But he did provide me with a great lesson for the rest of my life. So thank you, dude. Uh, <laughs> there were some great examples from this week about this very subject. I'll just start with the one. I had a meeting coming up. This thing had my brain so racked about with stress at times. And I kept turning it over, turning it over. And it was one of those things where I was like, man, this is... I was like, one part of me was saying, I don't want to do this meeting. is stressful and blah, blah, blah. And the other part of me was like, man, I don't want to still be stressed about meetings. I shouldn't be. But I just kept turning. You know, I thought I should be past this. But I kept turning it over. Yeah. So the meeting day came. And rather than rush to the meeting, because a lot of times... I rush to the things that are stressing me out. Well, because, yeah, because i got to be a good little boy. I'm going to get there early, be all prepared. But yes. that's not... That's, that's moving with... Propelled exactly. by fear, not... Exactly. Not... Not... Not yeah, letting got, go of the fear. That's got, being yeah, propelled by fear. We actually have a whole episode this week. We're going back live on the air. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio, which is www.unity.fm. We're live Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Central and 6 p.m. East Coast time. It's also, what time is it in the Vatican? That'll be midnight. Midnight. We just invited, invited Pope Francis onto the show via letter at an urging from our friends, the Daughters of St. Paul. That's right. So we found out that, that it's at midnight in the Vatican or 11 p.m. <laughs> Greenwich Mean Time. Yeah, so the Pope will probably be wearing that, that Scrooge, that long shirt with yes. the little hat. 
the morning Scrooge the morning after. <laughs> what are those things they sleep the in? The nightcap. He's going to be in his nightcap. Stocking cap. When he's uh, doing his guest appearance via Skype. Right, right. So, so anyways, the, the day of this meeting that I had started to discuss here, I was, I decided first, even though, like, the meeting's coming up, I only had, like, five, ten minutes, I stopped by a school to see this kid that I had a hunch to go, I wanted to get my feet on the ground because the meeting was all about teaching and working with another student but I so I said you know what I'm gonna go work with this kid because that'll get me in the feeling feeling good about myself and what I do you know and it'll help me just stay grounded in the meeting so I stopped by and it turned out the kid didn't have any work to do that day but he had a great surprise for me this is a senior in high school who's the main problem was he was so um, like apathetic about you know like about everything we've been working together he was like a little kid this today on this day, this which was yesterday, and he pulled. He said, "I got something to show you. I got something to show you." And he pulled out this poster, which was this history project we had worked on together, and he had gotten an A on the project. So boom, I was already feeling better about that. Then I stopped by my car. I made a little like positive list of things that I would love to see happen at the meeting. And mind you, now it was 10 o'clock. The meeting was was starting at a school that I was going right. to walk to, very close by. But I got to tell you, this is important. We got to remember, like, your list. Like, that's important for people to know. Like, it's because our habit is to start worrying about what yes. we don't want to happen. Yes, yes. And I'll start thinking about that. Yeah. But what we need to do, instead of worrying about what we don't want to happen or right. what fear we don't want to happen, yeah. start thinking about what we do want to happen. And that's why the making the list. Yes. Of you what you want yes. to happen, which is loving. And, yes. and to go into meetings thinking, like we talked in an episode, be prepared, prepared, Are you prepared, prepared for, for your meeting. Yes. Which means go prepare by sending thoughts of, wait a minute, all meetings are about encouraging one another. And get back into that frame of mind, like what you were doing in the car. Yes. The, yeah, because you know what I noticed is when I was dreading the meeting, I was very worried about what other people were thinking of me. So I wanted to keep switching back to, wait, how do I feel and how do I want to feel about those people? As soon as I started loving in my mind and appreciating those people, I was no longer afraid of the meeting. Then all these good ideas were right. flowing. So then the meeting was like 10.05, but I had a hunch to use my YouPray app, which is a silent unity app that you can get on your smartphone. It's free. At the... What? I at the app, app store. store. Yeah, so I got that. I opened up the app. I typed in an affirmative prayer about the meeting being successful and joyful for everyone and that the Christ was present in everyone and we were aware of that. You know, I forget exactly what I wrote, but I took that time. I sat down on a bench and did that. I was on the campus where the meeting was at this point. So I get up from that. Now it's probably 1010. And from behind me comes the director of special ed, also heading to the meeting, and the assistant principal also. So you get to, to the walk meeting. in with you get to walk in with yes, with the, the head main, honchos. with the head honchos and, by yeah. divine order. And you I, raced yes. in. Oh, I would have missed an opportunity too to tell these two people some key information that I wanted them to know before the meeting, what my plan was, so that we were all on the same page. So we walk in there, and once you know, the parent hadn't even arrived yet. It was such so divinely timed that it was because I kept uh, saying yes to my little and the thoughts that the angels were like popping into my head. Do this first. Do the, trust right. me. You think you're going to be late, but you're not. Just do these little steps. It's going to work out, and it worked out. And even in that room, the assistant Patty Marquez, who go who is at that school over there, 
She prays all the time, and the whole time she was quietly sitting in the back corner praying the whole for the whole meeting. And we gave each other a hug, and we know each other, so everything yeah. was just divinely orchestrated. And the meeting went really, really well. It always works. Yes, I had two two quick short ones before we leave this episode. Yes. One is I was at the had a doctor's appointment early, just what two days ago. Yes, at ten a.m. and I said the perfect time to go. I get there. And it's packed. Mm -hmm. I mean, the waiting room is just packed. Right. And I felt myself starting to think out of fear. Like, oh, you know what? I should just come back another time. But it was like that, you know what I mean? That yes. fear-based thing. So I said, no, no, no. Everything's in divine order. You have no place to go or be at this time. Yes. I sign in in spite of that thinking. I start settling in my chair and my cell phone died. Uh -huh. So now I have no toy. Right. But... I had my briefcase. Uh -huh. I don't know what made me bring this in. It had letters that we had for the inviting the Pope. Right. And I had letters I wanted to write to two of our fans letting them know thank you for sending us mail. Right. So I pull out my pen and during that time I draw a cartoon for the Pope on the letter for him. You know, prepare the envelope. Right. And now I'm feeling really good. Yes. I do a letter for one of our fans. Aw, yes. Uh, I put that together. Another fan. And now I'm so full of thinking, like, of good feeling. You know what I want to just say there? That that's another example of what we were talking about. Getting you got You chose how you wanted to feel. If you had made your whole well-being about being late in that waiting room oh. and put it out there. Or I can't believe I got to sit here right. with all these people. Right, and you would have just been like powerless and you would have you would have spiraled down, but oh. instead you just took it and you did these things which brought you oh. like you brought your own love into and the situation. And this is what happens just like you're talking. When our consciousness rises to that feeling where we feel really like yeah. Like, like you did before you went in. Yeah, there. yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like all the key players start to show up. Yes. Just as I got done with that last letter and put it in my briefcase, the physician's assistant looks into the huge waiting room, uh, Mr. Fazaro, and I go, that's me. And I was so excited. Yes. We went in. I yes. sat down. It didn't take long at all. The doctor saw me. Uh -huh. I'm leaving there. Right. And now I'm getting hungry because now it's about noon, 11.30, and I'm thinking, well, d you were teaching two classes that yes. day. It may have even been that meeting, too. Yes. So I was going, oh, I could go downtown to eat. You know what? I had this little hunch. No, go home and make soup. Yes. I didn't fight the hunch. Yes. I turned towards my house. I start driving down my street, and there's a FedEx truck parked in front of my house, and I just knew it was for me. And my mind went, this is perfect timing. Like right then, I pull up. The FedEx man is walking towards me, like he was getting ready to go in his truck yeah. and leave. And he could feel that it was yes, me, that yes. I was the the homeowner. And he comes up and he goes, "Perfect timing." I said, "I know." And he goes, "Boy, someone would have been without a cell phone." And I said, "Yep, that would have been my wife." Perfect. And I was even telling him, "I go, can you believe this?" He goes, "I know, it's amazing." Yeah. So that happened, and I told you about it. But yeah. then. I think it was the same day that evening. I love this story. This is amazing. My wife, Lori, works at Best, Best Friends. Best Friends. Right? It's Animal Society where they don't kill. Um, it's a giant animal hike shelter where they treat the dogs and the cats yes. and the animals very, very well. And uh, Lori Fazzaro does all the media. She right. makes these amazing pictures and other 
stuff for them to, to get help get these dogs adopted. And it's at bestfriends.org if you want to check it out. They yes. have a sanctuary in Utah. It's amazing. So she's at work. She's running late because she's finishing up a bunch of stuff for them. And on her way out, she notices a man on the... Um, one of those things called the median but on this major thoroughfare. Yes. And he's like a good Samaritan because she sees he's trying to get this dog. Uh. And Lori gets out there and it was a stray dog who seemed confused and it was so tragic. They realized the dog couldn't see that yeah. well, if at all, or hear that well. So Lori says, no problem, I'll take him. So Lori took him back. What a perfect person to come across that scene. So that was divine order yeah. number one that Lori was leaving at that moment. Yeah. She brings it in, but they can't stay at where she works. They have to right. go to the shelter, and the intake isn't really nice late at night on a yeah. you know on a week that was Friday or whatever it was. And she knew the dog would just be put on a concrete, you know, room, and he'd be very upset and alone and not yeah. know what's going on. So it was tugging at her. It was tugging at her. So she even texted me, said, oh, I'm, I'm avoiding bringing him to the shelter. And I said, it's okay, I understand. And I was like praying, maybe something else could come yeah. together. So about an hour later, she texts me and she says, oh my God, I finally got up the you know courage to yeah. take the dog. I surrendered, I'm going to take him to the shelter. As she's leaving in the parking lot, which is right next to the street, she's about to put the dog into her car and a car pulls up and the ladies come out and they go, that's him. And they start crying, thanking wow. Lori, saying, oh my God, I can't believe this. And Lori texted me the whole thing and we were all on the same page, me, Lori. And then when I told you that, yes. if she had left, just like me, if I had, if that doctor's waiting room, like if I had yes. left earlier because I didn't want to stay, right. I would have missed the FedEx package. If I didn't listen to the hunch that said, no, no, have soup, yeah. I would have missed. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if I stayed a minute longer, if I left, if that appointment went quicker, I would have missed the fact. Right, if Lori had overlooked her feelings inside and just tried to push through the negative feelings, she would have missed that amazing That's experience. right, because those feelings, we don't have to treat ourselves like an angry parent. No, 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 shut up, we're taking them to the pound now. You know yes. that's best for them. Right. Sometimes that's like the angels yes. slowing us down like we started this episode and getting us in line with divine order. And it always works out in divine order when we cooperate it with really it. It really does. And now, before we wrap up the episode, let's give a shout out to our friend Blind Bobby Biggs, a.k.a. Ace, who tweeted us. That's right. We got a tweet. At Daryl and Ed. That's at one word, Daryl and Ed. You can tweet us too. And he said... I am down to 200.2 pounds, and he's reading Angels 101 by Doreen Virtue. Love you guys. That is a great, inspiring little book. You can get any of the books from our show, including that one, at go to goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed, and you'll see a list with links to like Amazon or wherever you want to buy them from. We don't, we ha we don't receive any money from the, from the purchases yet. <laughs> a lot of times these books are one cent. And plus shipping when you get these books. Wait, I'm dying because I didn't even know he needed to lose weight. I don't either. <laughs> but we're happy for him. Exactly. He shared it. We're happy. So Ace, thank you for tweeting us. And well, then, well, wait, we gotta let him know. He calls himself Ace after an episode we did, which was Grace is our ace in the hole. Grace is our ace in the hole. That's what this episode is kind of about as well. And then at J 
J-E-Y-C-P-S, tweeted, At Daryl and Ed, just want you guys to know you have a loyal fan. Signed, Father KL from Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, I was excited and I said that to Ed because I thought that was a priest too. But then later I looked at the about page on Twitter and it says tech savvy gal into NASCAR and Oprah, XXXOOO. In other words, thank you, Father, for, text, for tweeting us and, and listening to the show and following us. We appreciate that. Fo follow us on Funniest Thing fan page. You'll see that um, article Facebook. That, on Facebook. Yeah, the article Daryl wrote we'll put up there. And it's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed because there's a lot of funniest things yeah, on, on funniest Facebook Funniest Thing, now. exclamation point, with Daryl and Ed. Daryl's name is D-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L. Just like the Vampire Slayer. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's the show. I thought that was Buffy. No, there's a new one. Oh, oh isn't okay. there? All right, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But there's a a guy named Daryl on it. Yeah, yeah. I know that because the Starbucks people are now spelling my name correctly because of it. Nice. We'll send all your funniest things to funniest thing uh, at unityonlineradio.org. That's, That's right. That's a nice email spot, or post on our fan page on Facebook. We always read this stuff on the air. Yes, we do. Unless you tell us not to. Yes, that's true. And mm. we, well, regardless, we appreciate every text, every tweet, every message, yes. every comment. It just yes. keeps us going. Yes. So check out Funniest Thing uh, at Unity Online, I mean, on Unity Online Radio at www.unity.fm. And as always, what do we like to tell people? We like to say thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. And also, Daryl and Ed love you. That's right. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA Unity ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash IMDivine2022. 